Chapter 22 On the other side of the portal, there was darkness and confusion. Where are we? Poem's voice called out to them as she emerged one step behind Silverbell and Louie. At first, the light of the portal had been so bright that they could not hope to see where they were. But quickly, it faded behind them, so that they were plunged into a darkness so dark, they could not hope to see where they were. Wait, what just happened? Tico said, looking down and then looking back up and then looking back down, blinking to try and make out anything at all. Oh no. Silverbell's eyes were slowly beginning to adjust, and she didn't like what she saw. We went through a portal that brought us... Louis's eyes were also clearing up, and one by one they realized where they were. Nowhere, he announced. And it was true. They were still in the lobby of the finale theater. There was no doubt about that. Quick, open the door to slow those goons before they get in here. Tico remembered the danger they were in, and immediately Poem took action, but was stalled. It's locked. She was utterly confused as she pressed against the door. Did they just lock us in here? Tico was equally petrified and perplexed. But wait. Wasn't that portal supposed to take us to the music makers? Louis whimpered, looking around for anyone but finding no one. I guess technically it did. Tico realized with a horrible frown, looking about the shrouded room. Oh, yeah, we are music makers, aren't we? Louis realized miserably. Silverbell, what about the key? Tico looked back to Silverbell. Maybe it can unlock this door. These doors don't lock from the inside. Poem searched around the doorknobs quizzically. Which makes this even that much more curious. Who cares? Silverbell shouted hopelessly over her friends, who were all bickering and babbling around the door of the theater. And for what? What are we even doing? What kind of messed up scavenger hunt leads us back to ourselves? Everything felt hopeless. It felt hopeless to run, hopeless to fight, and hopeless to have a key to nothing and a portal to nowhere. Silverbell. Louis tried to calm her in a low voice. I mean, seriously, this is ridiculous, right? All the hard work, all the clues, it all means nothing? She rambled and ranted with reckless abandon. And now we're going to get turned into the government who's waiting for us outside, who apparently locked us in here? Are you having fun? Silverbell shouted through the door angrily as she banged on its frosted glass panels, not noticing that no one bothered to bang back. You've got us! Why don't you come and get us? Silverbell! Louie's voice grew a bit more forceful. What kind of messed up plan was this? I mean, why isn't anyone outraged that we didn't get an answer? She whipped back around to her friends, looking into each of their eyes, begging for an answer. Silverbell! Shouted Louie demandingly. What, Louie? Silverbell groaned, looking away from him. Even as mad as she was, she couldn't manage to be angry to his face. Maybe we did get an answer. Louis's voice was low and calm, and his eyes were softened with his signature sadness. Maybe... Louis then suggested. It just wasn't the answer we wanted. Silverbell felt her heart slowly drop, as the anger and the fear and the hundred other cruel emotions that had been bubbling inside her melted through her veins and froze her blood. No! Silverbell whispered to him, staring deep into his dark brown eyes, which had given up so much hope that they didn't even bother to water. We can't be alone. Hey, guys! Tico's unassuming voice interrupted their miserable moment. Do you smell that? Smell what? Silverbell groaned again, wondering if this was the setup to some sort of joke. I don't smell anything. Poem sniffed her nose, taking up a poised and posed position. Right, but 
Shouldn't it smell like soot in here? Tico inhaled deeply with his nose as he took a circle around himself. Hey, guys. Something else suddenly seemed to catch the eyes of Tico Taki. Did the lobby used to be this nice? Taking a moment to observe where they were, their eyes now settled into the darkness. Each member of the quartet were quite surprised to realize they were standing on plush carpeting, and around the walls clung uncracked crown molding. An unlit but unshattered chandelier hung above them, while two sets of stairs rose on either side of the room. No burned steps, no burned banisters, looking just as stairs should. Had this all been here before? Hey, guys! What else could Tiko Taki have noticed now? Do you hear that? Silverbell hadn't heard it at first, because she had been yelling, and she hadn't heard it after that, because she had been listening to Louie. But now that her attention had been drawn to it, Silverbell could, without a doubt, hear the unmistakable sound of... Is that... Louis couldn't even bring himself to ask the question, for it seemed to be so impossible. It has to be, right? Tico couldn't imagine another answer, but couldn't dream that he was right. Could it really be? Poem raised an eyebrow as she raised her hopes. Yet Silverbell had no answer for them, for she was listening and staring at the closed doors inside the lobby that led into the theater proper. Something beyond was calling to her. Inch by inch she stepped to the door, horribly terrified and horribly curious. And worst of all, horribly hopeful. Gently, she set both hands upon the theater doors, and with all her might and all her prayers, she walked into the finale theater. Yet it was not the finale theater as it had been, charred and devastated by fire. No, suddenly it was born anew. The carpets of velvet and seats of scarlet, the walls rising tall, the roof holding wide. Once again, the theater was revived. Once again, the theater was alive. Yet most amazing of all, more amazing than the clean carpets or the painted walls or the crown-molded ceiling, yes, more amazing than all that, were the people. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, more and more. Everywhere she looked, there was someone new to spot. Someone walking through the aisles, sitting in a seat, crossing to the stage, and even two teenagers on the stage, playing a duet on a massive grand piano. Hey, guys, are you seeing this? Silverbell couldn't look away from the splendor, but could feel her friends just at her back, just as in awe. You're seeing a whole bunch of people in a newly renovated theater, right? Tico gawked and gaped. Because that's what I'm seeing. Indeed. Poem confirmed, the sight too big for too many words. Oh, good. Louis said blankly, too in shock for a proper reaction. I thought that was just me. Finally, Silverbell Smith, Louis Barimbe, Tico Taki, and Poem Alirica managed to look to each other, finding only smiles, finding only success. They had done it. They had found the music makers. <laughs>